Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I am your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, Olivia Scott of Omerge Alliances joins me to talk all things mind, body, and business, like how she transitioned from working with some of the biggest agencies and companies like Carol's Daughter and Buy Magazine uh, to building one of the most respected consulting agencies in the business. She'll share how fitness has helped her excel in life and business. And also, she has some uh, practical tips on finances, along with money lessons she has learned along the way. You know, I'm excited about that. So many great stories and aha moments in this one. I'll be bringing her in within the next few minutes or so. But first, I want to put you and your family onto something that can be a great benefit to your body. So I can remember growing up in Florida in the 80s and everyone in the neighborhood talking about this new store called Walmart. And as the years went by, more and more, it became the place our community knew as the everything store, right? Uh, Today, that reputation continues because not only do we shop at Walmart for clothes, food, uh, shoes, toiletries, deck furniture, uh, pretty much everything in between, we rely on Walmart for wellness, Find quick and affordable over-the-counter medicines for your entire family at your local Walmart. Listen, whether you are dealing with allergy issues, an upset stomach, a headache, or other common health concerns, Walmart is the cost and time effective way to get the health solutions you need. Proactively manage your family's health and wellness. Now me, I am frequently in the vitamin section. You know, because I'm trying to protect these bones, these joints, uh, trying to make sure I have all my micronutrients. So I'm stocking up on high quality over the counter offerings from private labels like Equate and Spring Valley. And it's good to be proactive because you never know what may come up. There's also great national brands that you can actually afford. Now, this can be a lifesaver for people who are uninsured or underinsured and need access to affordable medications. So having your health and wellness needs met during your next grocery visit trip just makes it easier. Welcome to your value provider. Welcome to your Walmart. Now, let me get my amazing, creative, resilient friend. I like to call her the queen of calm up in here to chat with me, Miss Olivia Scott. We first met in 2022 when she booked me to host the Wellness House at the Essence Festival of Culture. And to see this woman (laughs) manage multiple stages, dozens of team members and talent was a sight in itself. It is something that I admired so much and something that I aspire to do, you know, to not be frantic, to not get caught up in the chaos. Uh, I was looking at her like, sis, how do you do it? I mean, I was so impressed with you, queen. You know, it's interesting you share that because I thought the same thing of you. It was just unbelievable. The fact that you were able to still rock with us when the show had to go on, you got like 
piecemeal by piecemeal. And then finally, you were just like, you know, whatever. I'm just going to freestyle. You know, I think it was just shared energy that brought it all together. And it was great. I mean, you were working multiple stages and you did such a great job. In addition to that, all of the other great things that you're doing. And I, this is a great organic way to start the podcast. First of all, welcome and thank you for your time. Olivia F. Scott, she is here. Omerge Alliances, a marketing management consultancy. She is a speaker. She is a writer. She is a brand builder. She is an extraordinary woman. She is a yogi. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything. Um, what other five titles have you added <laughs> to, your, to your name since the last time we spoke? You know what? We've just been saying we are a servant. We are a consultant and we are an educator. And I'm a daughter. You know this. When you're a creative person, you're always going to have new opportunities that come to you for you to contribute to and also that you want to create. My training is as a marketer and an advertiser. I started my career in 1995 in Chicago at advertising agencies where I got as high as chief marketing officer of Carol's daughter working corporately, right? Wow. So that was all. So the marketing, the advertising, you know, I was also at Vibe Magazine as associate publisher and head of marketing there. So I worked in lifestyle and media in marketing and got really great pedigree of experience, Maria. Mm -hmm. Really, really good stuff. But then you have a life, you have a divorce, you go to your gym, your gym doesn't have spinning anymore in Newark. So you find yoga and you fall in love with it. And then you create this new career. Doing everything aligned with your purpose, it seems like it's everything's coming back to the center and it all makes sense. I love that you shared all of those big brand names that you've worked with, Carol's Daughter, Vibe, I mean, uh, many others that you didn't name. I know sometimes we are so attached to our jobs and our jobs and our title and our affiliation becomes a huge part of our identity. With you being in this field for decades, working with some of the big advertising agencies, tell me, look at you shaking your head. You're like, oh, girl, I got something for you. <laughs> you ready to let it out. Um, yeah, because I think that's a, a big challenge for people. So much of their identity is attached to the job, the title, the status, but they yeah. have this desire to step out and do things. What was that transition like for you? Oh, my God. We're, the reason why I'm nodding my head is because you make that transition. Some of us make it by hook or crook. For me, it was definitely by hook. What happened for me was I was in Chicago, young executive, just graduated from Mizzou. I'd worked at Burnett, Frankel, Ogilvy, DDB, top advertising mm. agencies, right? I'm 26 years old, little black girl from Memphis living in Chicago, doing my thing. Run into a nightmare of a boss, have a whole situation. I get fired at 25 years old. At the same time, though, I was like, I want to leave Chicago and go to New York. So they basically gave me a settlement. I get to New York for the first time. I don't have a name behind me. I was nervous and intimidated. All my friends had these jobs in New York City. And I moved there with the little $5,000 I got as that payout. And I'm like, hi, I'm Olivia Scott. I'm at networking events. One of my friends worked at Essence. Another words at an agency. I was like, well, what am I going to say I do? And they're, yeah. they're you're going to tell me you're looking for a job. I'm like, but no, I've always been, I'm Olivia with Leo Burnett. I'm Olivia with Ogilvy. I'm Olivia with Frankel. I'm Olivia. And so yeah. that was the first time in my life that I remember having to practice in the mirror before I got to networking. Hi, I'm Olivia Scott. What do you do? Well, you know, I am from Memphis. 
and I just moved here. What do you do when you don't have those names behind you anymore? So for me, and then it happened again when Vibe Magazine folded overnight unceremoniously in 2009. Mm -hmm, I remember that. So all of a sudden, you're no longer... I'm head of marketing, associate publisher for Vibe Magazine. But because I'd already had the experience at 25, I began to acknowledge that I could no longer over-identify with titles and companies because they could be taken away from you at a moment's notice. But you know what I love that you said in that whole story is that you introduced yourself as Olivia Scott, and that is the title. That is the power. That is enough. That and it's about how you represent yourself every day. Mm -hmm. No matter where I go and what project I assign myself to, no matter if it's Omerge, Freedom at the Mat, NYU, or Loyola, or any other brand outside of my being that I attach myself to, I need to make sure that there are certain values that Olivia Scott's personal brand espouses. They've always been excellence and integrity. Those are two things. No matter where I go, people, oh, she's excellent. Oh, she's great. That's all I want to hear. I might make mistakes along the way. I might whatever, but it helps align me around how I'm going to be in this world if I have a couple of personal values. And it's an immediate impression with you. I felt it through the email before I met you face to face. Let's talk a little bit about your fitness journey. You said you've been teaching yoga for about 15 years and you kind of stumbled upon it. And, you know, my assumption is, like I said, when we started this conversation was that, you know, I'm sitting here watching you. I'm seeing just so many things moving fast during Essence Festival. And just to give you all some background, you know, Olivia, and her company pretty much organized everything with the Wellness House and what two or three other activations you had going on off-site and you were so calm. <laughs> I, was like, I was just watching all of this. Things I was like, oh, this sister must be meditating. She in her uh, bathroom, barefoot, sitting Indian style with her eyes closed and incense are burning. I'm like, how does she do it? Talk to me about yoga and what was it that drew you to that modality and how yoga has transformed not only your body, but how you move inside of your business. I've been teaching yoga since 2018. So whatever that is, like five years or so. Okay. So my finding of yoga was about my divorce, 100%. Mm. And most people, when you ask them, and I'm sure you know this being the fitness queen that you are, (laughs) when you ask them how they find yoga, there's usually a story. But I've always been into wellness, walking. My mother had heart disease, family had heart disease. So we began as a little girl. I was always like walking, going on walking journeys with her every day after school kind of thing. I tried yoga for the first time in 1996 when I lived in Chicago. Didn't know it at the time. It was called Hatha yoga, the type that I tried. I hated it. I fell asleep snoring, said I would never (laughs) do it again. Thought it was boring. Probably was also too young to get it, right? Yeah. Then got to New York. I tried Bikram with a friend in the early aughts. Got a couple injuries, but just whatever. It wasn't really, you know, it was fine. It was a little too militaristic, the same poses over and over, fine. Mm-hmm. But what happened was me and my ex-husband, we'd moved for his husband at the time, we moved from Harlem to Newark. And my routine for the past 30 years, Maria, is 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. I'm at somebody's gym. That's my weekend warrior time. Mm. And I've always done spinning. I get Mm. to my gym in Newark because we moved there and they didn't have a spin class at 10 o'clock in the morning, but they had yoga. 
I walked in kind of, you know, like I really didn't want to be there. And I got the most beautiful blessing of my life. The teacher, beautiful little Brazilian woman. And she was doing what I later learned was power vinyasa. It was athletic enough for me. It wasn't Hatha. There was a lot of movement, a lot of body weight movement, which I like. And she opened up the heart chakra. So I said, well, what what happened? I didn't even know what a chakra was. Mm -hmm. She was, I said, what happened? I just kind of felt this, this, these emotions. So long story short, that's how I found yoga and really fell in love with yoga that time mm-hmm. and followed Mary. Her name is Mariana. She encouraged me to get my teacher training and I did. And to answer the second part of your question, how it supports me in my daily it is such a beautiful experience because it grounds you in such a way and it reminds you of what really is important in life down to the way you eat, how you think how you be with the yamas, the niyamas, you know. So for me, every day is grounded in gratitude. This morning I was out for my walk and I was having a really hard time on that last lap. And I just reminded myself that I'm grateful to have the legs to walk. So I think the way I live my life is always just gratitude. You know, you mentioned Essence Festival. I have been a producer with them for nine years. And I will share this with you, Maria. I'm often overwhelmed by the responsibility and the opportunity to be a vessel for so many people that Mm -hmm. want to be a part of this festival. I'm constantly challenged by how to respond to every single person to let them know they've been seen, they've been heard. But in that, I thank God for the opportunity. I noticed that about you. It seemed like it was very important to you to make sure that everyone was taken care of. And I keep going back to the P word, patience. You know, I remember when we were on a call, just kind of reviewing everything. And for some reason, another sister was on the call the whole time and we didn't know. And you were like, oh, you're on the call. But you so calmly and you probably had so much going on. I don't know if you even remember this, but you so calmly told her, "Okay, well, we can schedule a call for later and, you know, we'll work it out. Yeah. Yeah. You were so calm. But inside of that, Olivia, I wonder you're caring for others and making sure that other people are feeling good about themselves and feeling seen. Does that come at the expense of your own self-care? It does. And I'm glad you brought that up. So we have actually this year been very intentional about saying no more, Mm -hmm. like not just in the cliche way, but for real, Maria's being like, No, we also have been more intentional about learning how to delegate. I've had a very hard time with that for a really long time. In large part, I believe, maybe my mindset doesn't really believe that I have gotten to a level where I can delegate. So I still stay in the weeds more than I should. And it's been a couple of young people who have come to me, three in fact, and said, please let us help you. Please let us help you. I know people begging to help you because they see you struggling. They're like, girl, take this life jacket. Come on. Like, let me help you. And it's the challenge is as a business woman, we go back to that, that part of your podcast, the mind body business. The business world is filled with a lot of people with their own agendas and motives. So yeah. when you've been burned a few times, sometimes it makes it harder for you to trust people. Who yeah. can you 
bestow this honor of giving them your client that you trust. And I've, I've made errors before. I give somebody a project. You think, you know, as a mother, you think you know how far your child can walk down the street without you losing sight of them. And then something happens, right? So it's like you think, okay, I'm going to give this to Kim. And I think Kim's going to be able to take it. And then when Kim drops the ball, you're like, oh, you know, yeah. you misjudged. Or perhaps they really were just trying to hustle because they just needed a, a money for the, the month. But I've yeah. been doing it. I'm very proud. Um, and I'm also proud of the final thing about self-care. I go away once or twice a year by myself because that's when I'm, I'm able to connect both most with my spirit and with God about what he needs me to do, who he wants me to connect with, and how. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I think if there's anything I would say for sure, I lead a spirit led life with intention. I don't make any moves if it doesn't come from a spirit. And I'm grateful. My move from New York to New Orleans three years ago has been really a blessing in one regard for sure, which is I feel much closer to spirit here than I did in New York. Olivia, I want to go back to one thing that you talked about. And that was the delegation. I have struggled inside of my business to delegate. And after going through therapy, I realized that I had some trust issues, family members who let me down, previous relationships. And that was the root of me not being able to delegate because I'm like, I can trust myself. Did you struggle with trust? If you did, what were some ways for you to kind of overcome that? Yeah. It kind of leaves an impression on you, right? It does, especially after a divorce. I remember hearing, reading, feeling somewhere along the way during that journey, someone saying that after you've divorced, you just trust, you You don't trust your judgment anymore. You've lost mm-hmm. your sense of judgment because you're like the person you literally pledged your life to, you realize there was an error of some kind. But yes, I have trust issues. Mm-hmm. And I have personally been able to, to your point, trace them back to some family situations. So now how do I handle it? Every morning, I listen for spirit. I go on my walk sometimes without music. And I just pay attention to what it is that God wants me to do every single day. I I realize that, and I hope this is a better answer to your question. If I don't trust someone soon, It is going to be to the detriment of my health and the detriment of my personal life. Establishing trust, it takes you trusting yourself. We talked 
a lot about feely things, emotions and being intuitive. You seem very structured. You talked about your routine and how you wake up at a certain time and how you have things scheduled. And I think that that is a a big missing piece. People oftentimes, they wait to feel motivated to act on their dream. They wait to feel motivated to exercise. Um, Can you talk about the importance of habits and schedule and routine It's interesting as an entrepreneur, and you know this as well, you have to be Mm self-disciplined. So I think that's one of the main issues. If you don't have that discipline, that routine, then it doesn't happen. So for me, every single morning I rise, uh, usually about 637, I reach for my devotional. And then after that, I have to go either for a walk or go to the gym. And then you have a a normal work day of around 8.30, Oftentimes it goes until like seven or eight o'clock at night, but I'm doing a much better job. And this is definitely for any entrepreneurs of having a place for work. So whether Mm -hmm. it is my desk and appointed place and space for it, or coming to the university where I do have an office and I can use it to do things as well. And I think that place and space is important. I've seen people try to work from their couches or work from their beds. And I just, I've never found that to be overly effective. You have to get up and you have to have a to-do list, et cetera. And I think, you know, from a, the routine, as I mentioned to you earlier, that 10 o'clock Saturday morning at the gym, that has been a constant for me for 30 years. So, and, and go deeply into like, you know, practical for me in terms of my structure for my business. I have all types of Google sheets that have great formulas in them. I read a book called The 90 Day Year. And it was a really powerful book that talked about not planning, Maria, for a full year. At the end of the year, at the top of the year, we always have these like, when, you know, 2023, I'm going to accomplish these three things. And it was saying, positing to us that 365 days is a lot of time to make three goals happen. How about you have quarter one goals, quarter two goals, quarter three, quarter four. So I literally do have a document in my office that has quarter one and quarter two. It has at the very top wellness marketing, and then it has what my goals are for each quarter. And they're realistic. You're going to work on this client in Q1, Q2, you know that you've got essence, Q3, Mm -hmm. you're going to work on this and Q4. And so by the end of the year, you would have been able to get so much more accomplished by breaking your years into quarters. And it seems way less overwhelming. I tell the women that I coach in my fitness program, when it's written, it becomes real. If you keep it in here and you don't get it out and say you're going to do it, is more than likely not going to get done. Before we wrap things up, I want you to tell me, thinking about 25-year-old Olivia, what would you tell 25-year-old Olivia? McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I was reminded recently that when I was a little girl, one of my biggest dreams was to live in Harlem and oddly enough to be doing fitness classes with little girls in Harlem. Now that I have the opportunity in this platform and freedom at the mat to simply get people on the mat, making that their dedicated time for themselves to move, connect with their thoughts and their spirits. I get so much joy from that. And to make it make sense though, because I do have a dear friend of mine who's an entrepreneur and she's like, Olivia, you can't just be doing it for free. So <laughs> yeah. we have an element where 15% of our sales is contributed to nonprofits. It's our oh, that's awesome. Right. So it's like, okay, we'll take the money because there has to, as you know, there's an exchange, right? Mm-hmm. When people don't pay, there's often not like a value. So in business, we got to know that no matter what business you're in, people do it for free. There's really not a lot of value. So even if we charge you $10 to come to the mm-hmm. class, 15% yeah. that one giveaway, right? And that makes me feel better about it. But like you, it's like, I've been asking myself recently, Maria, like, and I'm grateful. I'm not at all, this doesn't sound any kind of way because it's just my life experience right now. I did spend a lot of time in Chicago, New York, earning well and doing well and putting the money away and doing mm-hmm. fine. And so now you're like, okay, when I see people who are just so money hungry and just so focused on money, I'm like, what more would we do with it? Would you just buy more houses and more clothes and more Gucci's and more shoes? Like, I don't know what more to do with it. I'd rather be a portal to be able to gift some of it and just be a portal. So even the young people who are like, Miss Libby, I want to work for you. Okay, great. I'll be a portal. We'll keep Mm -hmm. the clients. It will be a portal to support the next generation of young people as they learn and they also are earning some revenue. But it can't be for me just to be like, me, 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 me. I just don't need that much. Um, and, you know, as a professor now, I'll tell you, I come across, I see it. There's some students who, when they come for their advising sessions, they're like, I need this class, this class, this class, this class. I'm going to graduate in four years. And I was one of those students. There are some people who are just a little bit more intentional from the nature of who they are. So I will acknowledge that I, I was one of those people. But at 25, especially having experienced what I experienced with being fired at 25, you have no idea how big this world is, how vast it is, how many opportunities there are in this world, and that you can go anywhere. But you are capable of getting anything accomplished that you set your mind to. That's what I would have told myself. There's got to be some work. There's going to be some sacrifice. Yeah. Right. I do not have as much fun, as you said, as a lot of my friends. I have not had all the joy. I did not have the children that many of my friends did. You know what I mean? So there are certain things you end up missing out on. Yeah. But your journey is your journey. And I I just wish I would have had more confidence because even, and I'll share this quickly, 
getting fired, it took my self-esteem and my confidence. I was a very competent woman with like a near 4.0 GPA. And I just, I couldn't understand that experience, right? I just, whatever, it took a lot from me. But it completely shifted my game of negotiation. Wow. So I get to New York, I'm asking for less than what I was making in Chicago because my self-esteem was ripped from me. I just, at this point, I'm just like, well, I just want a job from anybody that'll give it to me. I'm living on my cousin's floor. I'm just a little black. I'm, I'm seeing myself the whole time as a little black girl from Memphis, little black girl from Memphis. I just want anybody to accept me. I'm seeking validation from other people. Mm-hmm. And so I just, if anybody who's younger who's listening or has children, it's like this confidence thing where we have to remind ourselves that everything we need, as Ayana Vanzan has always said, everything you need is inside of you. You just got to go yeah. get it. That's a beautiful thing. I want to talk about actionable insight. When you think about mind, body, and business, what would you say is one thing that people can do right now, wherever they are in their journey, to enhance their mind, their bodies, and their business? And inside of that business, I would love for you to talk a little bit about money and how we make decisions about our money. I think the one thing that you can do is set goals. Establishing for yourself what is one thing that I want to accomplish this year? And then articulating what are the steps that I can do every week? Those days when I had the little idea for Omerge, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite out there. He's Mm -hmm. like, just do something every day. So I think setting those goals is really, really important. Meditation for some people, the term is off-putting and they don't know what to do with it. So I try not to use terms that people don't, that people have different connotations and interpretations of, but Maria, the notion of just pausing and breathing and going for a walk, mm-hmm. to me, that's a mind, body, spirit experience. And just kind of hearing from yourself what you want to do next, being guided. That's something I would also encourage people to do. And then lastly, about money. Can we all just live with less? That's a big one, Olivia. So Vibe folded in 2009. 11 was when I got the invitation to be the CMO at Carol's Daughter. I was loving being independently employed. I took it because I was advised that for careers as a consultant, having experience on the brand, media, and agency side would be valuable to me as a consultant. So that's yeah. why I took that job as a CMO. I knew about six months in wasn't for me. I went through that whole little diatribe for a reason. The money that I made there, I understood that I was going to be going back out. So I went in with intention and I saved like a good 60% of my salary. Wow. I knew that when I went out on my own, I wanted to build a firm intentionally with clients I intentionally wanted to serve. And I didn't want to be in a situation like many of consultants happen to be where you just have to take what comes, whatever's coming. I just got to take it because I got to pay this mortgage. I got to pay these bills, kids college. I wanted to be more intentional about it. So I encourage anybody who is looking to start a business. How can you downgrade your bills now and start stockpiling more of your money bring down all these different subscription services and making money off. Let me take the growth comes off. This comes off and really save your money. And as you said, plant your money. I spent some time on my last trip, really looking at my investments and making sure that those investments are working well for me 
Mm-hmm. So it's just paying attention to your money and not just spending it so wildly. I have a dear friend of mine who is a chef and she talks about how much money she spends on food each month. And she's just mm-hmm. like, are you serious? I'm actually yeah. spending this kind of money, right? Mm-hmm. So all the money we spend on food and things, like, can we just take a look at it so that we can be intentional with our money? Because I believe, and I, I'm, I'm sure you might agree with me, money is just a tool. And you decide, based on your value system, how you're going to appropriate those dollars. If for me, being able to retire by 55 is important to me, then I'm not going to trick off my money with all kind of silly stuff. Subscriptions and clothes and shoes I don't really need because I value having a longer life where I'm kind of chilling out and maybe running a juice bar in Bahia. That's so important for people to understand that, you know, the choices that you make now are going to dictate your quality of life in the future, physically, financially, personally, professionally, in all ways. Oh, Olivia, I could talk to you forever. You are just so full of insight, so full of inspiration. And I appreciate you taking time for this conversation. So if folks want to connect with you, Freedom on the Mad, Omerge, everything you have going on, how can they connect? I would say omergealliances.com. That's going to be the easiest thing. That's omerge, O-merge, M-E-R-G-E, alliances.com. Because there you're going to see the marketing side. You're also going to see the link out to Freedom at the Mat, our YouTube channel. You know, I saw some of the clips, the guests that you've had on the pod. I keep calling it a podcast. I guess it should be a podcast. Who am I? You want to make it a YouTube thing. (laughs) Way, uh, way easier for people to access. But yeah, I mean, it's it's some great conversations that you're having on your YouTube channel and great resources in terms of that mind-body connection. So hopefully folks will connect with you there. Again, continue blessings to you. Thank you again for Thank this conversation. You. I appreciate you so much, Maria.